Well, welcome to Mission in 5, the podcast, where we ask a handful of questions to ministry practitioners to learn more about who they are and where they see God moving in their community. I'm your host, Greg Namula, and every week through my work with the American Baptist Churches in Nebraska and my ongoing writing projects, I get to partner with churches and ministry leaders. I'm always amazed at the many and varied ways that God works in our individual communities and when multiple churches come together for mission and ministry. So that's the purpose of this podcast to share the many things that God is doing, and to meet some of the people participating in God's mission in Nebraska, across the country, and around the world. I'm Beth Putzis, the director at Moses Merrill Camping Conference Center, a ministry of the American Baptist Churches of Nebraska. The support of our donors is vital to our mission of sharing the gospel of Jesus with summer campers and all our guests. The 2300 team is a great way to partner with camp. Team members pledge to give a monthly, quarterly, or annual gift of any amount. For just $23 a month, you can make a difference. I'm also excited to share with you our new Memorial Garden Engraved Brick Project. You can support camp by purchasing an engraved brick to be placed in our beautiful Memorial Garden. Your brick can be a memorial or tribute to someone special or a special occasion in your life your church, or your favorite scripture. For more information about joining the 2300 team or to purchase an engraved brick, visit our website, www.campmerrill.com. Thank you. My guest today is the Reverend Dr. Bill Prather, pastor of the historic First Baptist Church in Omaha, Nebraska. Bill brings his experience in banking and as a nonprofit leader to his calling as a pastor. We talk about his Baptist heritage, his Midwest roots, his love of sports, and the shifting ministry landscape for the First Baptist Church in Omaha. Here's my conversation with Bill Prather. First Baptist is one of the oldest congregations in Nebraska, and we're glad to have Pastor Bill with us. So how are you doing today, Bill? Doing all right. Great to be with you today. Well, our format is pretty simple. We're going to ask you a series of simple questions to learn more about who you are and where you see God moving in your community. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Great. Um, I am um, the uh, grandson of a Baptist minister from Kentucky. Uh, He was in uh, ministry in Kentucky and Tennessee for 35 or maybe 40 years. Wow. Someone I didn't know that well, but uh, my mother's father. Um, My uh, grandfather was very dear to my mother. So um, I heard a lot of good stories about him. He actually wrote a book, a collection of some of his sermons. Oh, that's so, fun. So uh, my mom said that that was part of the way that I came to faith. Okay. So uh, in reading that book that I didn't really understand when I was eight years old. So anyway. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I've uh, been in ministry for 20 years. Um, I'm a former banker. Got out of college and thought I wanted to be a banker yeah. and earn a lot of money <laughs> and uh, quickly learned that I wanted to do more than just earn money for the shareholders, okay. for the bottom line, but I wanted to do work that, that uh, had meaning. So uh, moved, kind of meandered my way to Habitat for Humanity, Okay, did some work with Habitat, uh, was CFO for Kansas City Habitat for... Uh, couple of three years wow and then felt the call to seminary okay. so um my mother 
had died by then, but she um, thought it would be great yeah. for me to follow in her father's footsteps, and I had no way to uh, think that I could handle that. But felt the call um, some eight years or so, or no, a year or so after she was uh, had deceased, had died, and um, so ended up going to Central Seminary. The day that I started summer school classes at Central, my job was eliminated at Habitat. Oh, wow. And that was a sign from God I took uh, yeah. to say, I, you probably need to be in seminary full-time. So I ended up committing to seminary full-time, worked for another Habitat affiliate as a volunteer coordinator for a little bit, mm -hmm. took my first pastorate while in seminary, and then um, continued on from there. was a pastor in Missouri for for five years, worked for my home church a little bit, okay. and, and then... Um, worked uh, or felt the call to American Baptist Church in Fort Collins, Colorado. So uh, uh, moved out there for 10 and a half years. And uh, in the process, I was working on my D-Men through McAfee School of Theology mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So uh, received that degree uh, from Mercer University. So uh, that is a little bit about about me. Well, very good. Um... Married, do you have a family? Yes. Have a family, been married um, 28 years next month. Wow. I uh, have uh, three kids, a daughter, Kate, who's an OBGYN, uh, daughter, Allie, who's a children's pastor in Colorado, and uh, our son, Ben, is uh, just newly in the Army, so he's wow. in basic training right now. Wow. Good deal. Well, how did you get to First Baptist Church in Omaha? Yeah, yeah. I've been seeking the Lord's lead as um, as I've gone on. Um, it would be nice to have stayed in Missouri and, and been a part of my home county mm -hmm. as uh, as I grew up in Missouri, but, but did feel the call to go to Fort Collins. Enjoyed my time in Colorado and enjoyed the church there, good people there, good uh, ministry there. Our, two of our kids are still living in Colorado. But eventually felt the need or the, the call to come back to the Midwest. Yeah. Um, put out some feelers to be um, uh, in the Midwest, closer to my roots. And the call came from First Baptist Omaha for us to come back here. My father had moved out to Fort Collins to be with us, even though he had spent 85 of his 90 years in the same county of Missouri. Oh, wow. So um, he was eager to get back to the Midwest as well. Yeah. And so that, that process worked for us all. And it's been great to be here and be involved in ministry in Nebraska. Do you have any hobbies, some passions? What, what are some things that move you and uh, keep you going when you're not preaching sermons? Yeah, yeah, several things. Um, certainly enjoy... Uh, watching baseball in former years enjoyed playing baseball and softball in the church league <laughs> but now it's more watching baseball yeah um, so I grew up enjoying Royals baseball so it's uh, added benefit to come back to the Midwest to hear uh, Royals baseball again in the four state area yeah also a Chiefs fan so enjoying the the playoff run playoff runs in uh, recent years and uh able to, to see the Chiefs again on TV. Um, my son does a lot of woodworking. He was a carpenter uh, or was a 
project manager for a construction company in Colorado before he went into the army. Okay. So he's teaching me some, some woodworking tips. And so, um, I enjoy doing some woodworking, building some planter boxes. Um, I built a bar for a, a ledge in our, in our basement recently. Fun. So, uh, it's kind of fun to, to do some projects and see what I can work on there. Yeah, do you um, do you have to use special tools and stuff for that that you've gotten to buy along the way, or um, do you go to like a community college and use their big wood shop kind of thing? <laughs> haven't haven't gone to the community college yet, but using just some saws that I'm collecting as yeah. I go. Uh, my son has, you know, purchased all the all the tools he can for his trade to help um to help that be as smooth as possible yeah so um i'm learning as i as i've worked with him a bit but um uh doing what i can with uh what i can with the tools that i have pretty good so tell us a little bit about the ministry at first baptist church in omaha um again we mentioned earlier that it's it's one of the oldest American Baptist churches in the state of Nebraska um, was actually a church plant of the first Baptist association in the state of Nebraska. Several churches in the southeast part of the state planted the church. Um, but aside from its history, uh, what, what, what are some of the neat things happening there now? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, obviously we are trying to ride out COVID. Um, yeah. We've all been affected by the COVID-19 virus. We've been sensitive. Uh, as sensitive as possible to trying to be safe and uh, meet as safely as possible. Um, so that means that we have suspended worship for a large part of 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, we were out of worship for five months, from March to mid-March to mid-October or mid-August. Then we picked up services again through uh, the middle of November. Now we've started meeting again. So uh, it's been good for us to be together. These are good people that want to worship and want to be together. So um, really felt that it was um, paramount for us to be together as safely as possible and then give people the, op the opportunity to make a decision about whether they would like to be in worship or not. Right. Traditionally, or in the last decade or so, we've been involved in providing a Saturday meal for uh, the homeless and those that are food disadvantaged. Um, that worked out well in, um, in early years and has kind of uh, dropped off mm. in recent years as people have moved out of this neighborhood. It was a good ministry to this neighborhood and 13 or 14 other churches partnered with First Baptist yeah. to provide the meal every week throughout the calendar year. But uh, that was suspended with the uh, COVID outbreak. Right. So that's really been a, a difficult uh, thing for us to deal with as a church. We'd like to find a way to reconnect with those folks and to support them. So we're, uh, we're looking at some options and, and seeing what we can do. But it's been difficult to not have that, that meal right. for the last um, 10 or 11 months now. You mentioned that um, the neighborhood where First Baptist has undergone some change in the last, I don't know, I would say seven to ten years, just mm -hmm. just as a guess. Um, but it's it's historically First Baptist Church. It's been in that spot forever. So it's experienced lots of changes over the years. 
um, and it continues to be a, a, a ministry presence in the community. Um, but maybe just real quick, uh, wh- what are some of the changes you've observed, and then how has First Baptist adapted to this latest round of um, shifts that are happening in Midtown? Mm-hmm. Well, be- shortly before I got here, um, Mutual of Omaha invested um, several million dollars in um, in the Midtown uh, corridor and developing the uh, businesses and the lofts above uh, that are there to draw in young professionals to this part of the part of the uh, city, mm-hmm. as well. A former hospital just to the south of the church was, uh, I believe, demolished and then rebuilt as uh, apartments yeah. for upwardly mobile. Um, young adults and families right so that's a changing demographic here as well as the the brownstones or the apartments in in the area have uh, been remodeled and uh, renovated and improved to have a, a different clientele as well so yeah as i mentioned some of those that are food disadvantaged have have left the neighborhood uh, some that um were homeless have have been driven out of this part of the the neighborhood so there's more dispersion of of those that have need in the community so we are trying to meet our neighbors and do what we can to to minister to their needs but we're trying to learn more about them and and see what their needs are and see how we can be an effective church to to minister to their needs yeah i mean that's that's difficult when the you know, population shift happens so dramatically uh, within a, I don't, I don't know, 10, 15 block radius of you. So many of those things have happened in every direction. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, are there any other ministries going on at First Baptist that you're uh, excited about? Well, we have always been a, a church with a core value of supporting children yeah. and, and ministering to children. So we have... Um, always had good children's outreach events. We've had a carnival every single year to help uh, kids get ready for the school year. We've uh, provided backpacks and school supplies uh, during that carnival for for kids to be prepared to go back to school. Mm-hmm. This coming year, we or this last year, we didn't have a carnival because of COVID, but right. we ended up taking those funds and contributing them to a local school so they could buy water bottles for all their students. Oh, right. That's so good. So that was, that was another way that we could be involved in ministry to children and help support children in education, even during COVID. So hopefully we can get back to our Wednesday night uh, meetings again, Kids Life. That's good for the Korean congregation that meets here, as well as our own kids and neighbor kids. And we can get back to doing some outreach events for, uh, for children in the neighborhood. Tell me what's next. What, what are some of the, the next things happening for, for you or for First Baptist Church in Omaha? Mm-hmm. Well, as with most everyone else listening to the podcast, our church is looking forward to, to uh, post-COVID, a uh, time when um, the vaccine has been distributed and, and we feel comfortable in meeting together again. We... Um, are eager to get back together more fully as a congregation. We um, have enjoyed being able to put our services on on Facebook and YouTube. That has been a little bit of a challenge for us 
as we had to learn new technology and buy some new technology to um, to be able to stream our services as efficiently as possible. But we're meeting new people out in the community as we do that. Um, new viewers are, are watching our services every week and we're seeing some of those names and able to connect with some of those people. So that's been a real blessing. But we look forward to doing more together in this church building post COVID. We've got several outreach ideas for this year, some that could be recurring events and could draw people uh, to the church um, on a regular basis. So we look forward to kind of getting those ideas fleshed out and, and getting those implemented so that we can be more the presence of God in this neighborhood. Yeah, very good. So how can we, as your fellow American Baptist partner with you in the ministry uh, there in Midtown, in First Baptist Church Omaha. Well, as always, it's it's good to have prayer support. We um, we're trying to discern God's vision for us and and God's direction for us uh, each and every day, each and every week. So it's good to have prayer prayer support for that, uh, prayer support for the people that have needs in this congregation, but also good to have the pastors gatherings that we have just to be able to fellowship to be able to talk over our our concerns our goals our common ministry and uh, how we can support each other in the task of being the the presence of god and the and the body of christ in this community well very good well thanks for being on the show today pastor bill well you are quite welcome greg it's been fun and and uh, hopefully this will be an encouragement to, to those of us all right thanks Paul Marine is the pastor of Sunset Hills Baptist Church and the very first church that participated in Table Life. He says, Table Life gives us a new look at the meaning of sharing food together while examining how food was shared in the Bible. I have participated in many Table Life meals and have learned valuable lessons of storytelling, listening, praying, and understanding scripture. In our individualistic and often separated communities, this book, has a wealth of information to get your community engaged in fresh ways with fresh ideas. Table Life is available in print and e-reader versions from all your favorite distributors, including Amazon, Judson Press, Barnes & Noble, and Christian Books. To get a free chapter, visit my website, table-life.org, and use the sign-up form at the homepage. Well, thank you for downloading and streaming the latest episode of Mission in 5. Keep tuning in as we introduce you to the ministry practitioners engaging in God's mission through the local church in Nebraska and around our larger American Baptist community. Check out the show notes for contact information and links to our various guests. Subscribe to the podcast in whatever platform you like, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn, Google Play, we're in all the platforms. Whichever one you use, be sure to rate and review us so we know how you're enjoying the podcast. Send us ideas on who you'd like us to interview for future episodes. And feel free to support us through our abcnebraska.com PayPal link. Thanks, everybody, and have a great day.